every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Breaking news. Uh, news, news, not sports news. Breaking news. The verdict in the Derek Chauvin murder trial in Minneapolis is in. Guilty of all three counts. Second-degree murder, third-degree murder, second-degree manslaughter. Uh, that literally happened just seconds ago, Gordon. We've got uh, the coverage here at the Dish Pros on in the background and uh, obviously following it online, but uh, guilty to all three charges. Yes, that's, uh, that is very interesting. And uh, I, based on – I mean, you and I aren't jurors. We weren't in the courtroom throughout. Austin, you track this uh, pretty closely but uh, it sure seems to me, based on what I know, that justice was served. But uh, that's that's the verdict. I mean, that's that's powerful stuff. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, you know, the justice system is not perfect, but uh, you know, this is this is our justice system, and this is it working. So, guilty on all three charges. And uh, yeah. At, uh, I don't know what was expected, what was not. A, I'm with you, Gordon. I, I certainly followed it in the news, but did not watch uh, every moment of coverage. Uh, but uh, the judge just read that verdict moments ago, and the jury came back in in a relatively short amount of time. I was I was talking to uh, my wife about this today, how the, the this trial uh, compared to, say, the OJ trial. Remember how long that went on, Gordon, and oh, yeah. how many months? Uh-huh. And this this uh, came back, and and there you go. Uh, guilty on all three counts. Yeah, that's a big, big story nationally, internationally. A lot of people, a lot of eyeballs on that. So, uh, so there it is. Yeah, I think that's uh, that. That seems to be uh, a logical decision based on my limited knowledge. And anyway. uh, yeah, now just let out of the courtroom uh, in handcuffs. So just uh, just like that, it is over. And, uh, yeah, guilty on all what three was, counts. What was the reaction of the defendant? Did you get a chance to uh, see it was It was pretty uh, – well, for one, he's got a mask on, so you can't exactly see what his face is doing. But it seemed like he didn't – there wasn't a whole lot of physical reaction there. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, you, okay. can't, you can't even see his face, so I, I'm not sure. But – he was uh, just let out of the courtroom, and that just happened in Minneapolis. Yep. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to what's going on, where we check in with the other shows on the Zone Sports Network. Let's start out with DJ and PK. They had Andy Bailey of the Bleacher Report on, and he's talking uh, jazz and possible playoff matchups. I am curious your take on a lot of people's take on the Jazz, that while they're good, and no one doubts that they are good, what really separates them from multiple teams in the league is the fact that they have just been much healthier. Healthier than the Lakers, healthier than the Clippers, now that Jamal Murray's been hurt, healthier than the Nuggets, healthier than the Sixers and the Nets. Are you buying it? Um, I think that's maybe fair to a degree. Uh 
what what that ignores, and I I haven't heard that as much maybe as you have. I've I've certainly sort of seen that in the floating around in the ether. But Utah has been basically since what were they? They started three and three or something like that. Basically since then they've been the best the best team in the NBA. Um, and those guys that are are out like LeBron and AD and now Jamal Murray, they didn't miss the entire season. Um, so it's not like Utah has suddenly caught up to a bunch of teams since the injuries happened and, and overtaken them. They've been steadily the top team in the league pretty much the entire season. Um, so I, I do think maybe there's a kernel of truth to that. Um, but I also think there's, there's just sort of um, a rush to find any way to sort of discount what the Jazz are doing. I, I think another part of it is people still don't think that they have stars and they, they just want to find some way to rationalize I don't think this team is going to win at all or you know I don't I don't trust that they'll you know pass the Lakers Clippers whatever in the playoffs so they're just kind of looking for little nuggets here and there that can discount what they've done so far. So we don't know on the circumstances because of the uh, play in or whatever you want to call it the new formula f- version of the playoffs who the Jazz would actually face in the first round. But could you handicap the possibilities, and who do you think that you would rank as most dangerous as far as who they might meet in the first round? Well, with the way Stephen Curry is playing right now, I I would probably have to throw the Warriors near the top, if if not at the top, for most dangerous um, potential eight seed. Uh, Utah you know they they have a strong solid defense but it's obviously anchored by Rudy Gobert and I don't you know Conley's a, a solid veteran defender who's typically in the right spot um but I don't I don't think they have a great option to guard Stephen Curry um you know they they could throw Royce O'Neal at him or Joe Ingles at him there's a bunch of different looks that they could give him but right now it just looks like it, it doesn't matter what's thrown at Stephen Curry so he would obviously be a problem um John Morant is, is difficult too, but I think of the teams that are kind of in that mix, I, I guess I'll, I'll back up a little bit. The teams that I think are, are in the mix to wind up eighth are Portland, Dallas, Memphis, Golden State, and San Antonio. Of those, I think Golden State and Dallas are probably the two toughest matchups. Um, Memphis probably Memphis and San Antonio probably the least toughest, and then Portland somewhere in the middle. I, I keep waiting for Portland to – fall off and they have a little bit here recently but I hesitate to to uh, doubt Damian Lillard I, there are problems with all of those teams this is, going, this is sort of an answer that's all over the place um, but that's just sort of the nature of the West every one of these teams has star players um, with the with the possible exception of the Spurs I know some people would probably argue that DeRozan is still a star and he's certainly been great this season um, but there are problems up and down <laughs> that six through ten range the western conference is just loaded as ever but if i had to pick one that you really really want to avoid it's probably curry and then after that maybe luka Doncic. all right there you go andy bailey from the bleacher report on with dj and pk uh, gordon this is something you and i have batted about uh, uh quite a bit do you agree with his assessment there pretty much uh yeah it's, <laughs> we have we have talked, regardless of who the Jazz get in that first round, it'd probably be a tougher opponent than what you might have normally thought uh, a top seed would be getting. And they, you know, he mentioned Dallas there, or Portland. Can you imagine Jazz having to play Portland or Dallas in the first round? 
Yeah, see, that's the thing. He said Golden State and then Dallas. I don't, I don't really. Uh, I, I like Andy Bailey. I, I follow his work, and he, he comes on with those guys uh, quite a bit, and he's he's really good. But I don't uh, I don't agree with that assessment because it's Steph Curry right now, right? Uh, I mean, Gordon, if you've watched Unbelievable. Him, how many games does he now have in a row over 30, uh, 11 in a row, something along something those like lines? That, I mean, yeah. he put up 45 last night. I mean, the dude is uh, is playing as well as he has in his career, and that is really saying something. But if you looked at the rest of that team, and now Wiseman is is uh, gone for the rest of the year, and I know Draymond Green's there, but that that is that is not a terrific surrounding cast. And I get it that Dallas isn't the deepest team in the world either, but I don't I don't know if I'd go Golden State being the team that I would most want to avoid. Kind of debating that in the old bean. Yeah, that that whatever. I mean, that we'll see how it all turns out. But wouldn't you rather do- have Golden State than Portland? I mean, to get to, to what you were talking about? It's just that the Jazz seem to struggle against great guards. Well, they Man, all have I, great guards. I mean, Damian Lillard, I, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic. Yeah, I mean, I hear every team's got a great guard, yeah. so I don't know. Steph's, you know the best mentioned... the, Steph's the best of the bunch, though. I mean, he's the year he's having right now is phenomenal. And that's this is what makes the Western Conference playoffs so freaking interesting is that I don't care who they match up against, it's going to be, they're going to have to play well to win. And I hear what you're saying about the Warriors, uh, but you mentioned Draymond uh, and Steph. I mean, those those two players make it, make it difficult, and I think it'll be difficult no matter who the Jazz play. Um, do I think the Jazz would beat either of those teams? Yeah, I do. We saw what happened against Dallas in that recent game, and that that wasn't a pretty sight for the Jazz. And, look, I get it. It's best of seven, and the better team is going to win, and I would expect the Jazz to win. But these these are these – are, if you get through the first round, the second round is, is really going to get tough. So. Right, and there's going to be some, some unexpected things to happen. There's also not, you know, all these teams are flawed somewhat in some way, shape, or form too, right? So, you know, it it's going to be a tough slog in the Western Conference as it always is. And maybe yes, it is particularly tough this year, but I'd absolutely pick the Jazz over Dallas in a seven-game series and Portland and Golden State. You know, there's not I, – I mean, I guess there's teams that's, – that's kind of the discussion, right? The teams that you'd rather play as opposed to – not so much avoid, uh, and it's a it's a great sports radio topic. But uh, you know, I I absolutely think the Jazz are a better team than all these teams we're talking about. Well, yeah, I mean, but they're a better team than Washington too, and because of the matchup there, that I mean, that would I, not... I, that's what I'm saying. I, I get yeah. the matchups, and that it's it's more nuanced than that, certainly. But yeah. you know, it's not a make or break. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I mean, Portland, I, yeah, you mentioned I the guard it. thing. Portland too has two dynamic guards, and I'd still pick yeah. the Jazz to beat the Blazers. You would, but I also picked the Jazz to beat Washington, and Washington's beaten them twice. That's yeah, a regular season game, Gordon. Yeah, and, I get it. I understand it, but I think there, you've you've brought this up a lot, Jake. That matchups are so very important in the playoffs, they and are. you can. It, it's almost as though if you're imagining the Jazz going up against certain teams, you you could massage that by saying yeah this team is better but it is a better matchup for the jazz and there are some teams that are worse matchups and really i mean this year it just seems different because this is a different this is a different brand of of team the jazz are sporting these days 
I mean, it's a different it's a different approach. They've you know they've been stressing the three point shot in the past, but this year it's off the charts, and they seem to be making them. As as long as uh, you know, as long as the Jazz are efficient offensively and play that defense that is so important to them, then then I might favor them until they get to the finals. But that doesn't mean they're going to actually do it. All right, let's move on to Hanson Scotty. They had uh, Jay Hill on, head coach at Weber State, as they're about to begin their playoff run hosting Southern Illinois on Saturday. Let's listen to a portion of that conversation. I know you're excited to get it started. Uh, I will, and I know, look, you're all class, and you always take the high road. But were you a little surprised at the seed on, uh, when, when it was announced on Sunday? We were. I mean, we thought we'd get a top four seed for sure, especially where you're like number two in the coaches' poll. And, you know, you've been there for the last four years and just the stuff that we've accomplished, I thought that we would still get it. But, I mean, the reality of this year still is if you're a top four seed, you still, no one gets a bye week. So it doesn't help you in that sense. And no matter what, if you're going to win a championship, you're going to have to beat a really, really great team somewhere along the way. And so whether you have to do it in round two or you got to do it in round four, it doesn't matter. You're going to have to get through that team anyway. What do you think it came down to, <clears throat> Coach, in the long run of that decision? Was it uh, the amount of games played? Was it strength of conference? What, what, did, what did they overlook here? Because I think we're as baffled as you are. Well, I, I don't know, and I wouldn't. I just I wouldn't dare guess on exactly what it came down to because some of the teams that uh, did get ranked higher, um, it's not like they played a way harder schedule than us. Like Sam Houston, you can't say that the Southland played a way harder schedule than we did. No way. And James Madison, from them to drop from number one, where they've been basically one or two for the last eight years in a row, and they're undefeated, for them to drop from one to three, makes zero sense that's even more baffling to me than than us dropping you know out of the top four it it's just i don't know i don't i don't get that one at all well it does it wouldn't be a playoffs if you're not playing james madison and you have them on the other side of the bracket so i guess that's your national championship matchup right there so i sure hope so that'd be sweet huh? <laughs> I sure hope so. How was the coach? How was the week off? Uh, were you able to rest some guys and uh, get yourself in a better spot health wise? We we are we're we're still really beat up on our offensive line right now. Uh, that's a concern of mine. Just making sure those backups come in and play well. Um, it's not every day that you can have to go in and play with you know three backups in a game in a playoff game. But that that's kind of how this season's been. Is if someone gets hurt, you pick up the rifle and you go. We do get others back that we were missing for the last uh, couple weeks. So we're hoping Josh Davis will be much healthier than he's been and be able to get some good reps out of him this week. And um, the bottom line, the bye week was good. We needed it. Uh, We are going to get a couple players back for this game, which is huge. Coach, what kind of home field advantage do you you can accumulate this weekend? Well, it should be good for the, the sheer fact that they have to travel uh, with the NCAA tournament, the way they're doing it right now, everybody has to travel on Thursday. So you got to be on site the Thursday night before the Saturday game. And then they test everybody Friday morning. And so, you know, that that's going to make them have to travel on a little bit of a short week for them. Um, but the, it's not a huge advantage as far as 
crowd goes because the NCAA has limited every stadium in the playoffs to 25% capacity. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, uh, that's interesting because it, it has nothing to do with the locale. Yeah. You know, w- w- we could why? actually put more fans in our stands, but the, the NCAA is limiting us. This is ridiculous to me. You know, in, in a climate where universities need department funding and every penny they can get their hands on and to have Weber State for the first time in school history have an outright conference championship and get first round uh, a performance at home and to limit ticket sales it just seems like it goes directly against what what the NCAA is there for yeah, I, you know, like I said, it's not my place to comment on exactly how or why they do things. I don't know the behind-the-scenes things of, you know, potential lawsuits or the spread of COVID. And I, I just, you guys know all along through this whole thing, it's been a frustration of mine and not necessarily the way I envision things going, but, you know, that there's much smarter people out there in the world than me that make, you know, much more important decisions. Jay Hill, head coach at uh, Weber State, and Gordon, uh, what, do you, what do you think about the, the limiting 25% capacity across the board? Well, if they're doing it to keep people safe, then I disagree with what Hans said there. I mean, I don't know, what, what word did he use to describe that? Don't well, remember. I'm not sure exactly what word you're looking for, but um, I think what Coach and Hans were alluding to is that's not the reason that the NCAA is is not um, what is you know, the saying reason? the NCAA is not saying hey get together with your local health department and figure out what's safe for you to do in your environment. They're just a blanket policy of twenty five percent across the board. Well, I mean, whatever. I mean, we can argue over that, but I I think. Uh, there's nothing wrong with erring on the side of caution. You know, I've been consistent with that throughout this crazy year. And uh, I think that's more important than getting a few more bucks out of a out of a football tournament. But Weber, the county can't be cautious? I don't know. I, I, I don't have a problem with the NCAA trying to take care of its, you know, realm. Uh, we have an NBA and NBA player's reaction to the verdict in the De- Derek Chauvin trial. We'll get to that coming up right around the corner. Uh, we are live today at the Dish Professionals, 80th South and State. You can call them, 801-424-DISH. And, uh, Ryan, as we've been talking about, Ryan, of course, jumping on with us now. Now is the time. This is this, this is. is some great stuff going on today. Yeah, it's uh, super exciting. Dish is uh, is really stepping up for sure on this uh, um little promotion that we're doing with the live remote we're doing it we're going to do another remote with you obviously in a couple weeks so we're going to do this uh um uh this combination of these extra giveaways and dish uh just kind of announced to us that uh, on top of the new promotion uh where you can get set up and get an iq nest hello video doorbell camera or not the doorbell camera sorry the uh the iq camera the indoor iq camera or the google Wi-Fi router. I'm going to get this right one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much. Cool stuff. But you, So those things all integrate with the Hopper. That's part of the promotion. You get that free when you get set up with the two-year promotion. If you sign up today, you get $100 cash back, which we talked about earlier. And then uh, Dish is like, hey, we want to do the $1,000 giveaway too. So um, if you sign up, you're 
get entered to win that thousand uh, dollars um, in cash back on top of that. So yeah, ultimately, you can end up with eleven hundred dollars, a Nest camera, and a awesome dish system, the Hopper. Which I'm glad you mentioned that part because that's on top of upgrading your experience. Yeah. I mean, simply doing it, lower your bill, improve your life, watch more sports. I mean, all those great reasons we always talk about. Yeah, the uh, Dish has done such a fantastic job, and and you know we we sold both uh, satellite providers up until a few years ago, and uh, you know our, our conscious decision to make the commitment to Dish was it's it's twofold, but it, you know oh, one of the things was is their commitment back to us, but also I, it really came down to we want to make sure we're giving people the best experience and the best uh, TV solution, and uh, with with what was happening in the industry, um, Dish is the only company that's really doing that. And uh, so having that uh, great opportunity, we have, uh, you know, the ability to, to really give people such an amazing offer and amazing equipment and save money. And they can watch the games. I, every day we get these. Uh, f- I took a phone call the other day. The guy's a cord cutter. And he's like, I got to do something because I got to watch these games. And I'm like, you haven't been seeing these games? <laughs> yeah. What like, are you doing? <laughs> he's like, I know, I know. I, I, I just been putting it off. And it's such a good opportunity to make the, make the call now and take advantage of the deals. Do it. 801-424-DISH. Get 100 bucks cash back just for doing it today during the big show and get in, entered to win that $1,000. 801-424-DISH. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. All right. We'll have more big show coming up straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What time is it? It's half past the hour and time to talk Utah Jazz. Oh, Donovan! This is your Jazz at 30 update presented by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce? Get a powerful IT partner with Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Ring the 30-point bell. Bell, bell. Jazz beat the Lakers last night on ESPN 111-97, thanks in large part to a big night from Joe Ingles. Jazz have 14 assists on 17 field goals as Ingles conducts from the top, drives to the left hand, to the lane, scoop, there it is. Joe, step back three, straight away, hit to his right, stepping back and burying it. Joe Ingles is something else right now, and he's got 4-3. Ingles driving. Coming through the lane, looking to pass, not there. Flips up a reverse layup with the right hand and in. Wow. Where did that come from? Ingles in transition for three. Pow! And Joe holds the pose, saying, don't you know I'm 50% from three. I'm the greatest shooter in the world. Sam Steph Curry. And I can bury anything. Joe Ingles on the night, 21 points, 8 of 11 from the field, 5 of 8 from 3. He also added 5 assists and 4 rebounds in 32 minutes. This bottom of the hour Jazz update brought to you by our friends at Syringa Networks. Up next for the Utah Jazz, they take on the Houston Rockets tomorrow night. That game will tip off at 6 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at 5. What do you want? You're locked on to the big show. Presented by Big O Tires. Just doing it big, you know. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Big show. This one goes out to Dave. Stairway to Heaven, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at the Dish Professionals, 80 the South and State. Give him a call, 801-424-DISH. Uh, I want to remind you about our friends at Davis Vision. The spring LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses and save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call today, 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. Gordon, I teased before the break that the NBA and the NBA PA have a statement released about the verdict in the Derek Chauvin trial, and I understand you also have that in front of you. Yes, I do. Let me read that. George is quote, George Floyd's murder was a flashpoint for how we look at race and justice in our country. And we are pleased that justice appears to have been served. But we also recognize that there is much work to be done and the National Basketball Association and the National Basketball Associ- uh, Players Association, together with our newly formed Social Justice Coalition, will redouble our efforts to advocate for meaningful change in the areas of criminal justice and policing. And there's also this statement that was issued by the WNBA from Commissioner Kathy Engelbert. She said, This past year we have witnessed traumatizing instances of police brutality that black Americans disproportionately experience with the murder of George Floyd at the forefront of the conversation. While this verdict represents a step toward justice, we are reminded that justice is too often not the outcome for people of color. The WNBA, WNBPA Social Justice Council will continue its work to combat injustice and inequality in our country and hope this represents a true turning point for how the effects of systemic racism begin to be addressed. We stand with all those who have felt the deep impact of George Floyd's death, end quote. Gordon Ryan Smith, uh, majority owner of the Utah Jazz, just tweeting this out a couple minutes ago. He says, my thoughts are with George Floyd's family following his tragic murder and today's verdict. We must all actively work toward meaningful systemic change. I know Donovan Mitchell has uh, has, uh, sent out reaction. In fact, it seems like all of social media is uh, is reacting now throughout uh, the sports world and otherwise. And, uh, yeah, not a surprise um, that uh, the NBA uh, and the NBAPA would release a statement. I think kind of a nice touch that they they released a statement together, actually. Yes, and those things, uh, look, uh, if if you're black and uh, growing up in America, uh, these are real concerns and things that need to be addressed. And one thing that stood out to me in those statements were uh, essentially that – Okay, this is what happened, and uh, this was the verdict, but there is work still to be done. And I think that's a good message. I mean, just that these things need to be handled in a better way. And uh, so there you have it. Yeah, and I guess that's why I find that I, I like the fact that the NBA and the players uh, released it to, uh, together, kind of a unifying message coming from them and and showing mutual support too, which I think is sometimes lost when it comes to the the sometimes conflict behind management and um, and uh, and player when strictly talking about sports. And this is something that uh, obviously means a lot to both sides. So I, I just yeah, I- found that interesting. You mentioned Donovan Mitchell. He said God is good all the time and uh, has uh, a, a, a praying hands. 
Patrick Mahomes praying hands. So, uh, you know, a lot of people feel that justice has been done and uh, that uh, work needs to be done still. So there you are. All right. So there you go. There's the reaction or some of it, uh, of course, as relevant uh, to kind of uh, the local sports scene as it's uh, become intertwined over the last year, as we've seen so much and so much reaction coming now. And so we'll keep you up to date on that uh, throughout the show. Uh, as we roll along here on the big show, live from the Dish Professionals. Uh, get signed up today. Uh, you'll get $100 cash back just simply for being a big show listener. 801-424-DISH. You'll also get entered to win uh, 1000 bucks. Ryan, at the end of two weeks, is going to give out $1,000. So now is the time, if you've been thinking about it, uh, get upgraded to Dish from the Dish Professionals. You can also come by and see us. We do have some jazz gear for you, 80th South and State. You can call them 801-424-DISH. We'll have a market update coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. And the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, coming in dry. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We'll do it. We're professionals, Gordon. We can we can handle it. We don't all need heard, that bumper music. All I heard was Austin say, wow. We had a little bit of a computer freezing issue, apparently. So we'll we'll come in okay. and we'll, we'll make it happen. It's all right. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, I like this song. Oldies, by the way, is your uh, Total Request Tuesday theme today. This is a great tune. Who does this one go out to, Austin? Uh, who did this? Uh, Ted sent in a direct right. message, actually. All right, Ted. Shout out to Ted. This See, this, sound, this sounds like an authentic oldie to me. See, this uh, this definitely would qualify as an yeah. oldie to me for sure. Stairway to Heaven, that, 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 that I mean, that's a beautiful song, and I love it. Uh, but that, you know, that's uh, that's more in the wheelhouse, uh, this song we just heard. Now, that's an oldie. But that's the beauty of the way we're doing this today is everybody has their own idea of what an oldie is. So whether you're 18 years old or you're 28 or you're 38 or you're 48 or you're 88, whatever it is, let us Nick- know. Exactly. At Austin Horton, uh, at Jake, Jake Scott Zone, at Austin Horton, if you want to get your oldie request in on a total request Tuesday. Um, let's get to a market update brought to you by our friends at TryDayTrading.com. Now, anyone can be a day trader. Visit TryDayTrading.com. How did we do today, Gordon? Well, you know, last week was a robust day in, in the markets, uh, a, a robust week. Uh, and uh, uh, so far this week, it's been kind of a downer. Some people are, are, some investors are questioning the strength of the economic recovery. Some are looking at the fact that COVID cases are on the rise globally uh, and some of the difficulty they've had associated with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. There, These are some of the reasons that are being given by analysts. But anyway, the markets were down again today. The Dow was off 256 points. You know what, Jordan, the Dow? You couldn't rip that uniform off of That's basketball. The NASDAQ was uh, down 128 and a half points. You know how many games Goosey played? You know, he's taking trades to Fort 
Subway in Indiana and run into the ball game because the train is late and they played the night before in Boston. And the S&P was down just over 28 points. How about the Rangers say, give me the damn uniform. I'll play tonight. How about the <laughs> was there some uh, was there some profanity at the end of that, Austin? That you had to cut that thing off. Uh, there was a word in there that no longer exists in the cut. Yeah. Okay. Why? I just wondered. It's fine. Uh, it, it's fitting for the way the. How about the Rangers say, "Give me the damn uniform. I'm playing tonight." <laughs> yeah. A lot of anger there. A lot of anger there. All right, not sure. uh, not quite a not quite a good day in the old markets there. Um, Gordon, talk a little uh, talk a little NBA basketball for a moment. We're going to talk to David James coming up at the top of the four o'clock hour. Bowler is going to jump on with us uh, at five. But uh, it, Tim and I uh, tried to catch the end of this one, Gordon, uh, but uh, it it came simultaneously with the Jazz game. But it was an exciting finish nonetheless. Uh, of course, we're going to have our eye on what the Phoenix Suns do as they're only a game and a half behind the Jazz. And uh, coming up on uh, quite the road trip, which we can uh, get into here in a second. But did you watch the end of the Buns, uh, the the Suns Bucks game, Gordo? Yes. Final in overtime, one twenty eight to one twenty seven. Suns win. The Suns win. Uh, but on a controversial final call, foul call on PJ Tucker, mm-hmm. and uh, Booker makes a free throw to win it. Yes, I uh, I did notice that, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of Jazz folks are watching. What's going on with the Suns? Did, because, did you? Uh, what did you think of the foul call, though? Uh, I thought it was uh, probably the wrong call. Okay, I, I agree. I, I also thought it was the wrong call, but I was looking for. Maybe I'll go to Austin for more like excited anger. You know what I mean? Like I, I was looking for like a word, Gordon. Like oh, well, ludicrous or something. Why should, along I, those why, lines. should I, why should I be angry about that? Game well, because ever. you know we're a we're an audio medium, Gordon. You know you got to put a little energy into it. Yeah, but I just don't care. I don't people, care that much. I, I don't. Mean, I'm you know. not asking you to care. I'm just asking you to you want me to, dress, fake it? Dress, to dress up the language a little bit. And put you want me to go? Energy. Oh, what an outrage! Well, don't, you don't block? need to be out. You don't need to be outraged, but you could just call it a you know a unfathomable call. <laughs> this is ridiculous, Jake. Exactly. That's what I'm. That's the stuff absurdity. I'm exactly. Yeah, but I I don't uh, I don't fake emotion, uh, you know, unless I'm actually doing it on purpose just to fool around. But I love LA. I don't really care, but yeah, I mean. It was the wrong call. Good talk. It was the wrong call, Jake. I'm telling you, it was so wrong. It was R-O-N-G. Wrong. <laughs> well, we're just out here trying to have a little F-U-N. That's, uh, that's really <laughs> I like how all Gordon I was goes, looking for. I don't really care. Uh, what, what else is there to talk about? I don't uh, really care, Jake. I, I don't. Uh, okay. You mean, you mean fun? Or you mean <laughs> fun? Or fun? fun. One of those. Fun. Uh, fun, but, but uh, Gordon, as the the sta- uh, as the uh, the the standings are a game and a half with the Jazz and the Suns. Uh-huh. All right, here uh, the these two teams will play each other again Friday, April thirtieth at Vivint Arena. All right, you ready for the games that uh, either team has leading up to that one? Sure. Okay. So uh, big win for the Suns last night. They beat the Bucks one twenty eight to one twenty seven. They're back at it Wednesday, tomorrow, against Philadelphia at Philly. 
Then back-to-back, they play Thursday night at Boston. Then they have a couple of days rest, actually, before returning to play at Brooklyn. Then a back-to-back Monday night at New York. Come home Wednesday to take on the Clippers. And then against the Jazz. Sorry, that Jazz game's in Phoenix. I apologize. The Jazz in Phoenix on Friday, April 30th. That's about as tough as it gets. That is crazy tough. Yeah. <laughs> crazy tough. And, hey, big ups to them. They started it off with a, with a win in Milwaukee. That, that certainly was not a given, as uh, the Bucks are pretty good. But here's who the Jazz have in that amount of time. Gordon, All right. You ready? Uh-huh. At the Rockets Wednesday. Okay. Saturday home to Minnesota. At Minnesota <laughs> on Monday. Okay, those at, are three, three games against the two worst teams in the West. At Sacramento on Wednesday. All right. And then that at Phoenix game. So not only do the Jazz have fewer games, but they're also far easier. So I wonder um, I wonder what the standings are going to look like when these two teams actually play. And you know what? Phoenix is good. And if they roll through that Eastern Conference stretch, look out. Yeah. I, don't th- I don't personally think that's possible, let alone probable. But if that actually happens... Look out, because the Suns are, are certainly a, uh, a, a threat to overtake the Jazz for number one spot in the Western Conference. But I don't think that's going to happen. I bet by the time these two teams play, we're talking about a little distance. Okay, so this is a very interesting point, Jake. And yeah, I think you said it right. If the Suns are able to be real successful over that stretch, then 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 that means that they are really, really, really good. And if the Jazz are sort of playing a kind of a footsie-tootsie kind of uh, schedule over that, and then they run into the Suns, who are hot against a really tough group of teams, I, I wonder how that would go. Who would have the advantage? Are the Suns worn out, or are the Suns energized against the best in the league and the Jazz are, are getting a little fat and sassy by beating a bunch of uh, cellar dwellers. And and then all of a sudden the Suns roll in on the Suns' home floor, like you mentioned. Uh, who, who's got – okay, if the Jazz win, you know, 80% of their games against the, those teams and the Suns win 70% of their games against tougher opponents – who has the advantage in the head-to-head matchup? Well, that's kind of hard because when you say 80%, 70%, we're only talking about, what, like four games, five games? So you're okay, talking so like four out say, of five. Or, let's or, say the, Suns, I, the, listen, here, let's say the Jazz lose one game and the Suns lose two. I don't think the Jazz are losing any. Um, but I don't know if that's really going to affect my opinion going into that game against Phoenix. Uh-huh. The the number one factor is going to be the the status of Donovan Mitchell. I mean, that's that's going to be the ultimate influencer in that particular game. Is he back and ready to go? He'll be reevaluated at the end of this week. But honestly, we don't know. You know, we don't know when he's going to return until he returns. So that's the biggest yeah. factor there. Um, I don't. Uh, let's see, Phoenix, those games until they play the Jazz. Let me tell you how many they are because they have more of them. Hang on. Uh, Let's see, they have one, two, three, four, five games. The Jazz have four. And I would expect Phoenix to win two out of those, maybe three. All right. And you expect the Jazz to win all of theirs. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't expect the Jazz to, to stub their toe. Maybe if there was a, maybe if there was a back-to-back or something in there, but there's not. And one of those Minnesota games, they're playing on two days rest. Houston's the worst team in the league. I know they've lost to Minnesota before, so you know it's still an NBA game. You know anything can happen. But uh, and I don't see Sacramento beating beating them. Gordon, you you did the pre-half and post-game uh, with me for the Sacramento game. I did. I don't know. Is that you expect the Jazz to lose to that team that no, we saw that I, night? No, I wouldn't expect it. No. But so, but in this crazy year, I mean, crazy things have happened. So I don't know. But do you think that that playing a tougher stretch does that toughen up a team or does that wear a team out i don't know because you hear all sides of that argument which which of course makes me jaded and not believe any of it uh (laughs) because you know remember when the jazz got into the playoffs what year was it where they got into the playoffs was it two years ago and they had like the easiest schedule in the league and then i think they lost to the rockets in the first round and the the uh um the the narrative was, oh, well, they weren't tested. They weren't, uh, you know, they didn't have to win these games, and they went into the playoffs not at their best because they didn't play enough good opponents down the stretch. But then when Golden State, you know, in their historic run, beats all these great teams and put leaves it all out there in the regular season, then they're tired, and that's yeah, why they didn't win yeah. the title that year. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. I, I'm sure these things matter, Gordon, but this has just jaded me being like, you know, I hear it both sides so often. Does it really matter? Well, it would be easy to expect the Jazz, regardless of how soft the schedule is leading up to that that Phoenix game, you would expect the Jazz to be keyed up for that head-to-head match, you know. And and it's not like, okay, you go out and beat Minnesota and Houston and and Sacramento that, that you just go, okay, this is easy now. So then you roll into Phoenix and go, Nah, this will be easy. No, I, I think the Jazz are, are keenly aware of where the Suns are in the standings and well, how I guess important that game will be. So so what I'm saying is th- okay. that, that, that the soft schedule will probably uh, doesn't hurt the Jazz in any way as far as sort of getting self-satisfied. But I suppose that was my point. You mentioned where Phoenix are in the standings. What if the Jazz go 4-0 and and the Suns go 1-4? and Then that game yeah. against Phoenix really doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's well, that's kind yeah. of what I was getting at is, yeah. is if there's that separation between the two that occurs over the next week and a half because Phoenix has murderers row and the Jazz play the the bottom of the Western Conference. But based okay. on what we saw out of the Suns last night against a very difficult Bucks team, uh, I don't think they're going to go. Uh, I don't think they're going to lose that many. Well, they only won in overtime, and they were kind of lucky to do that. And they're they're Still. playing the best teams in the Eastern Conference. Do I need to here? I'll hit the schedule again for you real quick. I mean, right, but they also at have Boston, they have, they... at Brooklyn, at New York, and then home to the Clippers. Okay, but Boston's thirty-one and twenty-seven, and and the Knicks are thirty-one and twenty-seven. They I mean, get both of those teams on the second night of a back-to-back. Oh, and point. Boston's been a lot better since uh, <laughs> in April. Although they had a weird loss last night, they've been way better in April. So what are we looking at now? The Jazz, like you said, one-and-a-half game lead. If if this were to actually happen the way you're describing it, then the Jazz would probably expand that at least uh, a couple of games. So right. it could be three-and-a-half, could be, what you know. Uh, actually, it's a different it's a different number of games, so it, it would be. Right, right, probably. right. But at that point, you know, if you're up on the Suns three games, 
uh, and there's only 10 to go. I mean, uh-huh. yeah. that's pretty tough to make up. And now we're talking about, well, do you strategically rest guys more, which they're already doing. Yeah. All right. Well, we can run all this stuff by David James coming up uh, right around the corner, of course, of DJ and PK fame. We are here at the Dish Professionals. 801-424-DISH is the number to call. Ryan jumping on with us again. And, uh, Ryan, this is this is the time. I'll tell you what, people waiting for good deals and sniffing out bargains and the little extras, well, sniff no further. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, if you're a bargain hunter, this is uh, this is quite the opportunity. If you are in the uh, in the market, if you're unhappy with your current provider, your uh, a cord cutter that uh, is sitting here going, I I gotta watch these jazz games, and we talked about this uh, earlier in the last uh, segment. Like, this is not the season that you want to miss. No, these games. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I've I, seen a lot of griping about that online. Uh, people not seeing the games when they want them. Uh, that's that's their problem because it's fixable right you know yeah. and uh yeah this is uh this is unique we got a great a great deal with dish that uh as uh as as extra special you could say right absolutely um two-year promotion two-year price guarantee you're going to get set up with uh the award-winning hopper um this is uh the one that uh is bigger and faster than anybody out there there's 20 things that the dish system does that no other uh company offers plus you get the iq google camera or the google nest uh uh, wireless router and the the iq camera is legit it's 299 dollar smart camera we're looking at it right now it's sweet yeah it's uh got facial recognition capability so you can use it uh uh we we had the google guy come and demonstrate some of the things that it does and you can basically teach it every person in your family and so if somebody walks in your house or walks in your yard that uh, it doesn't recognize it'll send you a notification saying hey there's there's somebody you might yeah. want somebody in your property that you might want to check so it, it can be used as a security system it's pretty cool and then dish goes okay so we're gonna do this remote and we want to do something special so we're going to give everybody who gets set up um uh, courtesy of dish professionals a hundred dollars in cash back and then you get entered to win a thousand dollars on top of that. So it's, awesome. it's it's deep. This is, this is a deep promotion. This is the time. I'm telling you, eight zero one four two four dish. And Ryan always brings you know you always bring great deals and take care of our listeners. But this is this is extra. Hundred bucks cash in your hand, and you're entered to win a thousand dollars two weeks from now. Right? Yep. And that's uh, just with people who sign up. So it's not like it's going to be a one in a zillion shot. You got to yeah. The odds real, are really good. Yep. They're really good. Last time uh, we did this. Uh, um, the guy that called in that won it actually called it and said, I'm going to win the thousand dollars you watch. And, uh, when, when I picked his name, um, they, uh, the, the salesperson was like, he actually said he was going to win. And I thought, <laughs> wow. All right. Hey, well, he willed it. Hey, you could will it too. 801-424-DISH. Call right now. Get signed up. 801-424-DISH. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. All right. We'll have David James joining us next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.